Welcome to The Story Tinker, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, including Midnight Poppyland, Purple Hyacinth, and more. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say, thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character, relationship development, and so many theories. You can follow The Story Tinker right here on YouTube, as well as all podcast platforms. You can also follow The Story Tinker on Instagram and Facebook. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support The Story Tinker on Patreon. If you like what you see, please like and subscribe. Thank you for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 69 of Midnight Populand. And we're here with Patty, Saucy Tuggles, and Darla. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi. And uh, episode 69, well, we may have had some preconceptions about what it would be about, but sadly, that did not materialize. (laughs) Well, we can always use our imagination, right, ladies? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. We can supplement. (laughs) Yes. We we can, like, insert storyline here. (laughs) We can insert Poppy's grandma in sexy scenes i suppose okay okay with, maybe with maybe she's got a boyfriend cousins. on the side right. <laughs> or you know the nurses in the hospital are like oh yeah she doesn't really want to reveal why her wrist is actually sprained we what? won't get into that <laughs> oh. but it's not about boyfriend. hanging out with all you dirty-minded ladies Jeez. <laughs> here i am so pure Yes, of yeah, course, right, Peg. Master, a smart writer. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Right. Shall we? <laughs> yeah. So we have a little recap from last episode where they are sitting in the cafe. By the way, if I ever had like confidential, dangerous information, I would not be sitting in a cafe talking about it. Just saying. <laughs> It kind of makes me wonder if that was a plot device. Maybe somebody is supposed to hear the guy with the hat and the like the orange hat. He yeah, like he was pointed out to me. Yeah, I'm like, but maybe they also didn't want to have it inside the office. I don't know, but I also. mean, Gil wasn't there, but still. Well, maybe well, it was just a better. Recording. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They can't trust him, so mm-hmm. that's a good point. <laughs> At my previous job, I had my coworkers were literally scared that there were cameras in the bathroom. And one of them told me she always turned the light off when she went to the bathroom because we had like this crazy. The guy mm-hmm. who was in charge of tech was like super creepy, so she was like she didn't trust him. She always turned the light off. So yeah, that's the kind of atmosphere oh, man. we had. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Anywho, I'm glad I no longer work there. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Goodness. Oh yeah. man. And Jacob and Ardeen, they just look so like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jacob's like eyeless expression with his like, mm-hmm. yeah, the exaggerated like uh, facial, tone, you know, expression. Right, right. And we find out that they're like, they're already in the know, which I thought was kind of interesting. That actually kind of surprised me. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't expect that, that they would know the Tora and Quincy were in the mob I'm like yeah that surprised me too Patty yeah I'm like oh my god Poppy would think of others yeah Yeah. it's just in her nature that's true that is very true yeah she's she's not a secret keeper I've found unless Mm -hmm. it's something really really important Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we have a flashback showing us that where Jacob says, yeah, we do poppy made sure we were aware and comfortable with it before signing on, not just aware, comfortable with it. And mm-hmm. we have a flashback to that time when the two boys look like guilty boys being chastised. And she's telling <laughs> the rest of the office, guys, there's something I need to let you know. And she's telling them and t- <laughs> Jacob's like, can't say I'm surprised. Look at Torah. He literally screams him in the mafia. <laughs> and a little bit later, Torah's like choking him and he's like, tired of living already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. And I love how Jacob's comfortable enough. He's like, you're not even trying to hide it. And then he's like, cut it out. You're dropping right. crumbs all over me, which is so <laughs> funny because it's like, he's, he's not even intimidated by him. Like, I, mm. this guy is choking him he's like telling him off i thought it was the yeah D- what do you think uh darla you know him best do you think this is a budding bromance between <laughs> jacob and torah do you think they'll get along someday i think, I think pos- possibly jacob is definitely coming off as like little bro right now you know mm-hmm. um and just like me I have an older brother and they'll always treat their younger siblings like shit so yeah um, you know <laughs> this is this is Tor's way um yeah absolutely okay. oh that'd be so sweet he needs more like friends and slash family in his life he does dude he only talks about his girlfriend as a girlfriend right it's not his wife He's, yeah, he's always talking about Megan, oh. but I don't hear him talking about his friends. I'm like, he needs some bros. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we missed out on that shopping trip. We were so sure it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Oh, I know. Fuck. I wish. Gucci Fair everywhere. Thing. Like, oh my God. And you imagine. Oh my God. See, and, and Darla, you could take them on that shopping spree. You could Absolutely. be the attendant. Yes. Yes. I- I have every shop imaginable at where I work. So come and I can lead the way. And I know some people there too. Got some connects. Pick <laughs> you up with some coupons, just like, right? just like they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> some mall employee discounts. There you go. <sighs> so we could do way. that as an outtake. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we learn now something we suspected all along we finally get it confirmed um or dean says well to be honest my dad's company has occasional clan dealings too nothing illegal mm-hmm. or dangerous mind you he just keeps his head down pretends not to hear anything generally best way to stay out of trouble living in Aaron city uh-huh yes right. <laughs> yes i i had a little inkling about that not gonna lie um because like they never really talk about like she uh, poppy has mentioned a couple of times that Erdine's affluent but mm-hmm. we we haven't really seen like much of her background and i get it because she's a side character so we're probably not going to go 10 levels deep with her um but i like how she just kind of brings it up and it's very casual they're <laughs> they're like yeah, this is just kind of how things are. And, you know, if we keep our head down and we look the other way, you know, that's how we stay safe. So, and I think, you know, when, when you think about organized crime, like that's the key word is that it's organized. And so they have this kind of air of professionalism about them that, you know, they, they integrate themselves into legitimate businesses in society so that, mm-hmm. you know, they can kind of keep that front and whatnot. So 
I guess I shouldn't find it as surprising as I did. <laughs> well, yeah, the bigger I, ones have legitimate and illegitimate enterprises. They have a mix mm-hmm. of enterprises so that you can uh, money. move money around. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I think all of us are pretty certain that Erdine's dad is going to come into play throughout the story somehow. Yeah, this is the second time he's been brought up. So I'm curious mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. And what else does Erdine know that we don't know that she knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we get the age old question, but what does Gil, but what about Gil? Does he know? And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> And Quincy says he doesn't. I don't intend for him to. There's no reason for him not to. As far as Gil and the company are concerned, I'm just a novelist here to fulfill a contract, and that's all he needs to know. And then he says that was the condition I gave Poppy, which she agreed to in exchange for her request to disclose this to the both of you, which mm-hmm. is great. You know, she's really looking out for them. Yeah, and, and I like that. That was a, a kind of a give and take exchange, like because I can imagine how that conversation went down between Tora, Poppy, and Quincy of like, hey, these are my closest people. They need to know what's going on. I don't feel comfortable with this unless they know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like how Quincy kind of negotiated like, okay, so we're going to do this, but we need to keep it on the DL with the boss because mm-hmm. the boss can't know. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes sense to me because his previous boss he kept that information from so it's kind of like in that same line Mm -hmm. and i but it does make me wonder like did he know something more about gil at that point in time and he just didn't say anything i was kind of curious what do you guys think i don't think so i I mean at least Mm -hmm. we don't have any reason to suspect so okay but I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, in the signing meeting with Gil, Quincy was giving off all the on guard vibes. Right. And whether that was coming up in the moment there or whether he. I mean, it, it, yeah. In the car, he seemed, you know, when, when Tora gave him the, um, the information about Gil, I mean, it all kind of meshes together i don't know if i'm getting my that was right oh i I get what you're saying because he seems a little surprised about it when they're talking about it in the car but he got like the weird vibes from gil when they actually met face to face so yeah Yeah. i guess that would make sense because it it just kind of gave me the like hmm i wonder if he knew a little bit more back then which would make him want to be more secret but i'm probably reading too much into that yeah, you probably just wanted as few people as possible to know. Mm-hmm. I guess especially the boss, because you know he can, he wouldn't want to hire him probably. Yeah, that's probably true. It's and interesting the bodies. dynamic of uh, Poppy and Quincy negotiating this deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two of them, yeah, kind of like a, a an outs a clause to their contract that's outside the contract. Mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm. unspoken but definitely has to be adhered to mm-hmm. yeah and now quincy tells them something which you know it makes a lot of sense he's like i have to remind you torah and i have resources to protect ourselves in more ways than one so you could say that the confidentiality is more for your safety than ours which is why i've always made it a point to hide my identity 
which is nice of him, right? So Quincy has mm-hmm. done this for the benefit of other people rather than himself. I mean, obviously yeah. for himself also, but he's had other people in mind. Yeah, good <laughs> lord. And now he has a cute little dig. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Saucy, you were saying something. I was just going to say, this is such a dialogue-heavy scene, but I just wanted to give props to Lily for, if you look at each of the panels, how she keeps changing the composition mm-hmm. and the angle and whether they're uh, close in or mid-range and Mm -hmm. it really keeps um you don't get visually tired even though it's Mm -hmm. so much dialogue and such a dialogue heavy conversation she's just so good at that thanks for always pointing Mm -hmm. that out I know you're always really good at pointing out the visual uh like doing the visual analysis and it's, Mm -hmm. it's super appreciated because um yeah I know like I myself don't really focus on it like not consciously anyway so thank you so much if I, if we counted up the panels in a row for this little bit of this little scene here, it's a lot. It's a lot with the same background, the same flooring, the same lighting, the same characters. But mm-hmm. it's just it's like the camera just rotates around, and uh, she just is so masterful at it. Mm-hmm. So now he, he does this quip, and he's like, "Well, I guess in this case, Poppy's kind of special to someone who'd rather die before he admits it. No prizes for <laughs> guessing who." like let's call him he who shall not be named good idea <laughs> and their jacob and quincy are called victims of bullying <laughs> <laughs> they're just like nope we're not gonna po- we're not gonna poke that bear don't want to um but one of the things i liked about this and of course i cracked up at this scene because it's just funny um like uh, this just shows how well quincy knows torah but also that people that don't know torah are already sensing and seeing that he's got a big thing for poppy you know he's trying to hide it but he's not very successful at it at all i don't know how he even thinks he's trying to hide it because i mean i know we're readers of the story and like we know everything but i think if we would only get the like outsider scenes we would still Mm -hmm. be able to tell for sure for sure <laughs> he's just like a little teenager in love and it's hilarious <laughs> Maybe. it is he really is like a teenager in love because we mm-hmm. guess that he probably hasn't ever felt this way before yeah goodness <laughs> and now jacob is being very um appreciative jacob is surprisingly by the way in season two he has become Mm -hmm. so mature like he's gone from being like this clueless little punk to yes very affirming and mature and wise all the time and like what he says now i appreciate that we were given the choice to decide for ourselves poppy was prepared Mm -hmm. to drop you if we didn't feel okay what i don't get is why is she doing this why put her job on the line just to get quincy on board i mean Mm -hmm like when did he become so wise (laughs) i wonder if he's just the type that is you know quiet and observant and like he makes wisecrack jokes and things like that um but you know and and of course i have my own beef with him and his stupid little wisecrack comments but i think in these last few episodes he's really redeemed himself because at the end of the day he's very protective of poppy and you know he he definitely cares i don't know if he cares on the level of Erdine because her and Erdine are like best buds but um yeah i just i i love that development and and i love how he's kind of saying what needs to be said mm-hmm. yeah 
And Erdine pops in also with her understanding of Poppy, which does come from her, like maybe greater friendship with her. And mm-hmm. she says, because she made a promise, a promise to Quincy and Mr. Yeah. Lance, and she's doing all she can to fulfill her promise. Because she understands Poppy's personality. Poppy commits. When she says something, she'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very that's a huge... respectable in my book. Mm-hmm. It's like you give your word and that's that. End of story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. she she doesn't back down either. She's very tenacious, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Nope, I said this was going to happen, and it's going to happen, and I'm going to do whatever I have to to make it happen." Oh, she's such an amazing person. I know. I love, I love that characteristic. So. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why I have such a hard time with people who are like, "Poppy's going to be a mafia queen," and I'm like. I don't know if that fits her value system because like the more we learn about Poppy and her value system, like she, she values that transparency, honesty, and consistency. Like we keep seeing here and that's hard to do in the mafia. Right. Or the ones that view Poppy as a child. Like, yeah. Where do you get that from? Oh God. Don't get me started. Critically? Don't get me started. Just because those she wears people, cutesy clothing. Fuck up yeah yes it's, it's she's short and wears braids sometimes does not mean she's a child <laughs> correct correct and she's really resourceful i mean we've seen this multiple times like she kicks ass with her wit and we mm-hmm. continue to see it and we will continue to see it yeah well i have to say i don't think anyone who has listened to the podcast and our analysis of poppy can walk away thinking she's a child so. <laughs> send them to me i will have a discussion with them and then i will send them to darley <laughs> i will never mind i don't want to admit it out loud <laughs> she will make a meme yes <laughs> making fun of that. that that maybe maybe some blasting if you catch my See, you're brave in your own right because you say the things that most of us are thinking, but nobody has the balls to say. So I appreciate that True. about you, my dear. No filter. Yes. What's the filter? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So anyway, so now Jacob, you know, again, affirms Poppy once again, mm-hmm. not even in her presence. When you you know, you could always, um, what's the, there's like a quote, like, you know, what someone's really thinks about you what, by what they say behind your back. So, yeah. you know, Jacob is just saying all these laudatory things about Poppy. Well, now that I think of it, none of this, those must have been easy decisions for her to make. And mm-hmm. um, I think he's still talking, but it's the bubbles with Quincy. Do you think it's Quincy ta- saying this? Should she, shacked her, blah, should she, I think it's Quincy. Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. it's Quincy. And mm-hmm. the reason I do is because of the next line that Quincy says and the look on his face, because he's like, should she sacrifice herself, her integrity or someone else? Yeah, oh, it's never easy. Channel? He's he's self-reflecting. Yes. This looks so sad. I know. It this broke Quincy. my heart. <laughs> it broke my heart because he really, you know, like. I know everybody and their mom is like, oh, somebody did this. So they're shady or this person did this. So they're shady. But I'm like, I'm waiting for the day when people start thinking that Quincy is shady, but, and I'm going to point them to this scene and say, don't you ever fucking question his integrity because he does everything that he can to 
show the people around him that he cares about, that he does care to protect them. And, you know, he gives a lot of thought about his own integrity and earning things for himself. He doesn't use his dad's name to get his way or to, to make a name for himself. He uses his actual talents. Um, and it's just so heartbreaking for me to see him in this scene. Like I want to find a way, some technology to let me reach through the screen and just give him a hug because it makes me so sad for him. Mm-hmm. He's so stuck. There was this gal on Patreon. I don't remember who, and maybe saucy, maybe it was you that said that he wears golden shackles. You know, um, he may be, he, he may be privileged, but he is trapped I think it within may that privilege. Been may have been blue katie or miss millennial Pink maybe Pink. yeah that one wasn't me okay I, th- I i i couldn't remember who it was i just remembered thinking it was so profound mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. and obviously you know he has golden hair so and it, yeah you know, oh well uh, yeah i mean what are you, you know? thinking darla <laughs> <laughs> no, darla's laughing off screen <laughs> She's probably thinking of something else that starts with golden, and and (laughs) (laughs) no. Well, I did use the term shackles. I I don't know. Maybe the next SG will use shackles. Never mind. I will stop now. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyway, anyway, we should do. You know what we should do? We should do Secret Garden uh, podcasts. (laughs) I know. Special for Patreon. Like, that works that for me. Be, that would work, of course. <laughs> I would even oh. be on my break at work and be like, all right, Mindy, just get my just get my voice re- recording right now and just, just add it somehow. Somehow to your video. <laughs> I would oh, do that. gosh. So anyway, our poor Quincy boy has had to deal with these these kinds of conflicts his whole life. And I just can't wait for him to get out. I don't know how the story is going to end with Quincy and the mafia and what's going to happen, but I just want there to be some resolution for this poor boy so he can live his life and not have to constantly think about who am I going to be hurting and how can I avoid hurting them? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Jacob says, anyway, my bad. I went on a whole damn tangent there. What were you going to say, Quincy? (laughs) it's kind of like us only that whatever's happening to poppy is indeed clan related and whatever happens neither of you should be taking any kind of action leave that all to torah the last thing i want is to put you guys in harm's way just to help poppy out oh you know it's um he's like you know leave it to the professionals basically (laughs) don't try Mm -hmm. to help your help is not going to be helpful well and saucy we were talking earlier that there was this bit you're like I don't know what is she in danger from and I'm still trying to figure it out too and I kind of wonder if this kind of gives us a clue here like they say that it's clan related I'm wondering if they're worried about the stuff going on with Gil and the notebook and Poppy being tied to that what do you think I don't know okay I'm still you know I maybe we're missing pieces still yeah i mean it's not clear to me what do you guys think what do you think darla uh let me reread the panel one more time yeah so i thought i mean before this episode i thought it was for sure just the notebook related like uh-huh. found the notebook and whatever 
But after this whole episode, um, I'm thinking it could be because uh, they may suspect something about Poppy's family mm-hmm. ties to the clan. However, that family oh. tie is, and we'll, we'll definitely get oh. into it in the second half. But maybe I that's mean, why they're worried about her. They did look, take a look at that pin. But mm-hmm. whatever's happening to Poppy is clan-related. Mm-hmm. What is happening to Poppy? That's the question that, that I don't have the answer to. Oh, okay, well, okay. Well, Tora and Quincy haven't revealed to um, Ergeen and um, Jacob that there was a journal, a uh, notebook. Right. They don't know True. about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why in their minds why it's all connected but like as far as people saying oh pappy poppy is clan clan related whatever i mean we don't know that for sure yet you know so yeah as far as we know it's only about the the notebook mm-hmm. yeah i kind of agree with that that makes sense to me okay yeah, I think he leaves it vague. Like when, when we'll we'll discuss the next couple of panels, he doesn't say exactly what. And I, mm. I'm assuming it's probably on purpose. Well, well, we could just. Well, work. yeah, actually, it is because remember last episode they said or he said, "I'm I'm not going to reveal everything. I'm going to be as vague mm. as possible because mm. the less you know, the better." So that that could also be why we're, we're kind of like le- we're dark. also left in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so and yeah, he's going to go a little bit more into that now. He says, mm-hmm. "I can quite fairly gauge you two are her most trustworthy friends in the city," and I'm just saying his posture is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're having a little flashback of the the yes, the, where, where, the glowed up Quincy. <laughs> yes, yes, my goodness, it, it looks it looks like that that button is still still straining just a little bit but i'm okay with that <laughs> getting a little uh man cleavage there mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i'm asking for your help to keep an eye on her and let tora know if anything's amiss and Nadine's like you don't even need to ask poppy's a little sister i'm all in jacob mm-hmm. me too my lips are sealed but man if poppy's in danger why didn't anyone tell her and Nadine's like mm-hmm. <laughs> guilty look mm-hmm. on her face and yeah, she's like sweating and she's like, dude, she's been through a ton of shit these past few weeks. She walked in on her boyfriend of what, six years cheating on her, got into a motorcycle accident at the same day, and missed her trying to cope with a betrayal and breakup. She was fighting really hard mm-hmm. to clinch this deal with Quincy and Mr. Lamb, and God knows what else she hasn't told us about. So yeah, I know she looks fine on the outside, but I think it's because she doesn't want any trouble, cause any trouble, so she keeps everything to herself. And I'm just worried yeah, that yeah. she might be reaching a point where it only takes one last nudge to send her over the edge. And I mean, that's classic Poppy, too, because she doesn't want to be a burden to other people. She doesn't want people to worry about her. She wants to just take care of herself. herself. And, you know, I- I'm glad that Erdine is there to kind of keep, you know, kind of keep tabs on how she's actually doing and that she's perceptive enough to know what's going on, or at least a little bit of what's going on. Cause I think if, even just, if we went through just the small amount that Erdine talks about, like, this is what she knows. There's a whole bunch that she doesn't know about. I mean, mm-hmm. that would be hard for anybody to handle. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of, I think, you know, last episode, some of us were mm-hmm. like wondering why Erdine didn't or last or two episodes, I don't remember mm-hmm. why Erdine didn't tell Poppy whatever she wanted to say before she left. So yeah. here she is explaining herself. So it's nice to get a perspective mm-hmm. of what she's thinking. 
That's very what true. What do you guys think of this explanation? Like, if this was you, would would you want? Well, she's stressed out. Let's not tell her her life is in danger. You know, I mean, to me, <laughs> yeah. that no, would kind of override. I would, I would the fucking other tell my friend, like, look, bitch, don't get on that train. Like, you're gonna get killed. Right. Like, yeah. I would tell my friend <laughs> that. I think she's Erdine. Even though I love Erdine, I think she's hiding something, and I'm like. What did Damien tell you, girl? Like, what did she tell you? We still don't know. So we still think that there's more that's not being said here? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. And Erdine could have been like, I'm getting on the train with you. Let's go. You know, pick up your purse and go with her. Mm -hmm. You you didn't have to be so. So I don't know that with that level of stakes. Mm -hmm. I at the. I, I I can see that and at the same time I think was Erdine really it like let's let's play devil's advocate here let's say that there's some really nasty thing that she knows about that Poppy doesn't know about and like I totally get it you know and it, in normal everyday circumstances you'd be like hey 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 hang on let's wait here let me go with you but I I do wonder if it's maybe kind of this gray area wishy-washiness where she's like, I just don't want her to tip over the edge and make her feel like I'm overreacting or, you know, maybe she's not ready to spill the beans yet on what it is. Because we, like you said, if there is some secret, we still don't know the circumstances of that secret, what was said, if she's supposed to keep it under wraps, like we don't know what the fallout of that secret would be, that kind of stuff. So and, and and I think it's fair that, you know, Erdine's human, hmm. you know, and I think she's probably in this weird space of, do I treat my friend like an adult or do I sit here and try to play mother hen all the time? But I also understand where you guys are coming from when it comes to like life or death. So I guess the question is, is this secret she has, if there is one, is it life or death? Right. That's the question because we, we know that like she heard something from Pinky, but we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And then we know that she exchanged this like eye contact with Quincy and they're like, oh, we can, should we tell him? But it must not be the, the fact that he's in the mafia because we see that they already, Jacob already knew that. So mm-hmm. what is it that she and Quincy slash she and Damien maybe yeah. know that Jacob doesn't know that hasn't been told to us yet? And I think I it's all up to Damien. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Clearly, we need another pinky scene. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we need a flashback to that yes. night. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I mean, if really has some experiencing like, <laughs> self-doubt, I can see her not um, saying anything. But then the mm-hmm. other thing is that clearly both Quincy and Tora are also aware. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. either one of them could have given her a heads up as well before she took yeah right yeah it could be that they were like don't you dare tell her don't say anything we've got this we'll take care of it kind of thing Hmm. so you might be right there but shouldn't she have texted them then yeah i don't know we are definitely missing some puzzle pieces (laughs) what's this girl and her phone always not being charged i mean maybe it's not always maybe this is the first episode but i'm like girl your timing with your charger although that has happened to me like 20 times so oh yeah <laughs> it's always the worst time mm-hmm. i'm just gonna give her the age-old excuse that she's probably had that phone forever it probably right. has a crappy battery like 
I've had my phone for four years now. And so it's on the charger, like one third of the day, but I'm stubborn (laughs) and I'm not going to buy a new damn phone until it Mm -hmm. dies on me. Yes. (laughs) You just are poppy. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Well, here's some cutesy little shirts. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I would wear her shirts too. (laughs) Yeah. I need to see you in some pineapple shirts before I make that final call. (laughs) All right. I will have to do that. I can't guarantee I can get the hair down. (laughs) You need to get the cactus print too, because your hometown, you know? Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. I could do that. (laughs) Good gravy. So actually we can look at Quincy's words because Quincy has a perspective that kind of gives me this idea that maybe he's had to think about this before because he has this like somber look on his face. And then he says, well, unless we have a crystal ball, there's rarely a way to determine what the best course of action is. And hindsight is 2020. In this case, Mm -hmm. though, I'd agree with Erdine. And I might be wrong, of course, but there's no need to put Poppy through unnecessary stress at this moment. Not when we don't have enough evidence to back our claims yet. But don't worry. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling yeah. things are coming to a head very soon. So this is the part where I'm like, not sure what they're talking about. You don't have enough evidence to back what claims? <laughs> like, still? Yeah. The notebook? What? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Something tells me we're about to find out in the next couple of episodes, right. though. That line is like, that line was definitely for the readers. Things are coming yeah. ahead very soon. That was for us. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I know that that the purpose here was for Quincy to like, it's going to be okay. We've got this. We'll take care of it. Which one makes me question, do you actually have this? Do you, are, is everything actually okay? Because <laughs> I, I don't know if it is. <laughs> Right. And then he's like, says, it'll be fine. Don't worry. You know, we'll it'll be, be fine. Like, <laughs> I don't ever trust that. <laughs> yeah. So Mindy, in your season two podcast so far, have you guys just waxed rhapsodical about the bumped up level at levels with the art so yes, far? I mean, because I'm sure I'm sure you can provide more, but Oof. we have like yeah I don't again I don't know how to describe to me it seems like they become more 3d the characters somehow mm-hmm. yeah so, and yeah I mean they all it, they, they're like glowing off the page the, the characters and they they just become more rounded out Quincy for sure mm-hmm. got a glow up I'm just saying like his whole body has just become more magnificent <laughs> But I'm comparing this panel where Quincy's talking about, I might be wrong, of course, to Mm -hmm. the Quincy in episode 13. Yeah. And you can see, like, if you look at this Quincy, like the the little highlights in the hair, the the kind of double shading in the hair Mm -hmm. on his jaw, you've got the the highlight is accentuated against Mm -hmm. the the shading there, which is, is giving you that 3D effect. Mm-hmm. The eye shading is is bumped up. I mean, he's the whole. It's he's just at, not just this face, but all the faces are just so next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, you're so I right. Mean, because like Quincy's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep, they all are though. Like this, yeah. like the highlights in Poppy's hair. Like when she was in the alley, I was just like mm-hmm. googling over her highlights and. I mean, it just like all the little tiny details that make, when you look at it, you're like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Because it just is, 
like you said, it has a very 3D effect. And it, it was that way before, like mm-hmm. episode 13, he's a hunk. There's no <laughs> yeah. doubt about it. He's beautiful. And a lot of the, it hasn't really changed that much, but all the little details do suddenly. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I go off. Gaga. no no seriously i i don't blame you because that was one of the first things i noticed saucy yeah. when when season two came out i was like holy fuck like <laughs> there's there's so much more detail and and I, I don't know like i'm obviously not an art expert so maybe darla you could probably help me out with this but does it feel like the the line art has also been fine-tuned because i feel like it's it's more precise I mean, I like obviously when you are drawing or painting or whatever, mm-hmm. you're gonna hone in your skills far more. How like the the more that you do it, right? So yeah, Lily and her team has been doing this for how many years? Like the line art will be way more crisp and way more. Mm-hmm. Um, on point you know and as far as like the coloring goes I mean I don't know exactly who on her team is the one that's doing the coloring but it's beautiful it's so Mm -hmm. beautiful and um I know that Lily has that skill as well so I'm sure she's also putting in those little what I call it are like those glitter specks mm-hmm. yes like the final touches that's what that's mm-hmm. what I call it when when I'm doing artwork when I'm doing highlights and whatever mm-hmm. it's like the cherries on top like uh, yeah like I think that's what she she does mm-hmm. that's a good description glitter glitter specks nice and we know <laughs> Quincy has many glitter specks <laughs> yeah I'm sure he has yep. like glitter in his closet just for for use on <laughs> occasions yeah a man but, always has to have glitter <laughs> and one of the things that i've noticed and this this happens throughout like season one and what we've seen so far of season two is that and, and this is probably a standard thing in comics but um the lighting in the space is always considered so like if you cut out quincy from this particular scene and faced it up against the scene in the car or the scene in the garage like the coloring is different based on the light but you still know that it's them because they still have those base colors there mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm explaining that right I don't know what the hell I'm talking about but <laughs> I just I just think it's really cool that it, it shifts in that way mm-hmm. yep so anyway so Quincy's reasoning is like well, we don't always know what to do and we don't have mm-hmm. solid evidence of not sure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But so I guess that means like... we're going to have to wait. <laughs> yeah. But I like in the dialogue how this scene finishes with this really ominous beat. Like there's a rhythm mm-hmm. there. Things yes. are coming to a head very soon. Boom. Yeah. And mm-hmm. transition. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. nice. That's a very large dog. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Jade. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Say hi. Oh, the <laughs> babies. Very cute. 
So now we transition to Moonbright. We have this little gas station, these little houses, and a sign, welcome to Moonbright Town. And we have people roaming around, there's a red truck, and we see the outside of Morningstar Hospital, which mm-hmm. is where Papa's Granny was. And somebody's saying, well, that would be all for visitors registration. Let me know if you need any help with Madam Pearl, or rather Mrs. Fleur. I will, thanks for again for pulling me back to check. It's 6.15 now. And she, Poppy is at the desk and she says, I didn't think she'd be registered under her maiden name. She hasn't used it for years. So Madam Pearl was her maiden name, but mm-hmm. apparently Mrs. Fleur is you know, her husband's name that she used, mm-hmm. I think she used when she got married. But yeah. I think she hasn't used it, her maiden name in years. Hmm. Wait, is her name, is her maiden name Pearl Fleur? No, her maiden name, her name is Kim. And her name, I know Lily um, confirmed this, so I, I actually made sure to double read it. So I remembered her, um, her maiden name was, was Pearl and her married name was Fleur. So Kim Pearl, Kim Fleur, yeah. mm-hmm. Kim Wilkes at some point. Well, I think we should discuss that whole theory after we do the yeah. whole episode because there's lots to discuss. <laughs> okay. So, and she's like, don't worry about things. We, I'm sure you were all panicked when you found out about your granny and Kim isn't that common a name. So it wasn't that hard to spot. Anyway, visiting hours almost over. Go see your grandma. Thanks so much. And she goes and she's, you know, we have a typical hospital setting, like very recognizable hospitals. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Poppy comes, she's like, granny. And she has this giant, um, bouquet of tulips in her arm Aww. and we see granny sitting there in the bed with her right arm bandaged up in a sling or something and she's like granny and she sets the flowers down Aww. you see she sets a bowl of fruit down i was so worried about you is everything okay <laughs> you know sweetie oh she she not only brought flowers damn it but she brought fruit mm-hmm. a bowl of fruit good lord yeah. Yeah, I don't know when she had time. Like, it seems like we thought she just came off the train, but she made sure to take the time to do that. Yeah. She's like, she's a real good granddaughter, you know, and she has like class. And she totally goes into mother head. I would not think of doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, we know she was like running straight there, but she Mm -hmm. still remembered and had a presence of mind to go get her that stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's a real lady, Bobby. Very classy lady yeah and she goes right into mother hen mode she's like do you need me to fluff this pillow for you do you need something to drink or eat like Mm -hmm. there's definitely a lot of nervous energy there and i mean that's understandable she didn't know what happened to granny and she's like why the heck are you in the hospital and why didn't no one tell me (laughs) Uh granny says well water sounds good it's just a sprained wrist but they made me stay for observation because old people (laughs) (laughs) tell she resents that just a little just a little mm. granny's the salty one and i like it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and poppy's like as they ought to your blood pressure isn't the best and you've had a history of fainting spells and she's like rude <laughs> <laughs> nice very cute snarky granny i love it yeah. <laughs> that's what we expected we knew we knew that granny had some sass <laughs> and she totally granny's lets top. the cat out of the bag oh go ahead mm. Oh, I just because her top is kind of poppy style. It is. Yes. It is. Oh, they yeah. Share yeah. A similar like style. Cute little rabbit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it's like a hospital issued, but yeah, <laughs> it's not. It is very poppy, though. You're very right. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love that. But then mm-hmm. Granny like spills the beans. She's like, 
how'd you know I was here? I told everyone not to. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, not a great lie. Like, catch yourself in a lie. <laughs> and Poppy's like, so it really was you. My imagination was running wild. If not for jewelry, I'd never have found out about your fault. And then Granny. <laughs> <laughs> on earth did that vile little shit back find out you didn't hear from the neighbors or mrs haru your landlady <laughs> i lost it at this scene granny pissed off is just it's everything i love it i love it she's uh this this will be me in the retirement home y'all i will be this this potty mouthed snarky ass old lady <laughs> <laughs> It only looks cute from the outside. <laughs> yeah, for, this is we have to we must refer to jewelry as this from now on. File yes. bag. Sounds good to me. PLSD. That's jewelry. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. And then the nurse and then she- volume, please. Everyone's resting. Oops. Sorry. Why why do I feel like that's not the first time she's had to say that to Granny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it's oh like, are you God. still? Why are you still talking to that little weasel? I warned you about him for years now. Are you still not done with him? Which is like, thank you, Granny. We're so happy to hear that somebody was like trying to tell Poppy away from him. Mm-hmm. But it's also super sad to hear that because if even her own grandma was telling her he's a bad idea, and Poppy still felt the need to stay with him, probably because yeah. of manipulation and her own poor self-esteem, it's very sad. Yeah. And this is actually really common in these kind of relationships. You know, there's always family members, friends who are like, dude, he's a piece of shit. Like, why are you dating him? Like he's so bad for you. And, and I hate to say it, but friends are usually friends and, and usually close family members are usually able to call out and know if a relationship is going to last or not, because they know you better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know it's unfortunately the kind of emotional abuse that jewelry inflicted on poppy kept her in this state of mind of like it's not that bad or you know i'm overreacting like she started buying into his crap and so that's probably why she was like oh grandma you're overreacting that kind of thing i'm sure she said that to her more than once okay Uh, let me add something to this yeah yeah for the young girls that are listening okay Mm -hmm. so i've been through this okay i've been through um an old dating an older guy dating someone that had a child etc my grandma would tell me how what happened to his wife what happened to his this is Mm -hmm. considering old school asians assuming that they had a wife already before having a child mm-hmm. anyways long story short they're like why are you with this man like you do want to be a, a stepmom like do you want to this person is not good for you basically mm-hmm. and so it's like they already know what you're looking for mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and they knew that I wouldn't want to be with someone that had all this baggage. Um, so like grandmas can already see this type of stuff of what you want and what you don't want. Mm-hmm. And so 
listen to them. <laughs> if you still have them in your life, listen to them. They are a lot wiser yeah. more. And and let's just do with a little caveat: normal, healthy grandmas. Not everyone has the the fortune of having normal, healthy grandmas. But yeah, that is true. That is true. But but yeah, I, I, and and I mean, I would say in this case, um, Poppy's granny is is healthy. I know there are some people after this episode that are speculating that, and I'm here to fight them. But <laughs> but okay. <laughs> I, I think in this case, like, I think she's kind of like your granny, Darla, in that she, um, she's really just was looking out for her and kind of knew what, what she, what wasn't healthy for her. Yeah. What the family would accept and what they wouldn't accept it. So would yeah. they accept a douchebag that would talk down to poppy even though she'd make her him like awesome dinners and lunches and he'd go and mm-hmm. cheat on her with some hoe mm-hmm. grandma Fair grandma point. can see that grandma can see mm-hmm. right through him mm-hmm. oh for sure which is why i can't wait for her to meet torah yes <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway poppy assures reassures her grandma don't worry Graham, i am done with him we only spoke briefly after he texted about you, and I hung up immediately. You probably heard from his grandma. She's in your gardening circle, isn't she? She's like, oh, damn it. That nosy old bag. I should have known. <laughs> and Poppy's like, anyway, Grant, how did you fall? You've never been this careless. Oh, it was all my fault. I climbed on a wobbly chair to grab a coat in the closet, and the chair broke. I, I don't know what I'll do if I'll fall again, especially now that I'm living all on my own. Sob. <laughs> oh turning on the manipulative tears come on granny (laughs) but i mean this is like standard dramatics like when you when you love a family member so much and you want to protect them and you want them back home you're like woe is me please come back to me i miss you this would never have happened if you were here (laughs) well i mean Uh, i do have some theories but we'll we'll discuss okay a bit and Poppy's like, Granny, you have to take better care of yourself when I'm not around. How can I feel at ease being so far away from you like this? And she's like, well, then maybe you'll consider being around to make sure I'm not being a silly goose again. If things aren't going as well for you in the city as you'd hoped, you know I'd welcome you back immediately. I can even help you find a nice comfy job in town. I have many kind, helpful friends who would. Oh, oh my God, boy. that escalated so quickly. She like she went from I just I, I hurt myself and it would be better to have you around to I can find you a job and I'll take <laughs> you back in and like he- hold the damn phone, Granny. Give me a second here. Oh boy. Yep. Oh, I was not God. expecting this from Granny. <laughs> yeah. But Poppy's not buying it. She sees right through this. She knows exactly where this is coming from, which makes me think this has happened before. Like yeah. maybe not these specific circumstances, but they've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, Granny, I didn't want to say this because your health's more important than anything else, but I removed and repaired all the broken furniture in our house before I left the city to prevent you from hurting yourself by accident when I'm not around, which also, by the way, speaks to Poppy's responsibility. Yeah. She did that. Yeah. She's pretty wise. And as far as I know, there's only one wobbly chair that you kept safely tucked away because it was a gift from grandpa. You didn't want to get rid of it. But you knew it was broken, so why did you step on it? And why did you assume I'd hear about this from the neighbors or Mrs. Haru? 
Is it because you told them about your fall and we're counting them out to be busy buddies who let me know? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Granny, you got caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm happy that Poppy is uh, standing up for herself. Like, you know, you usually don't have necessarily that kind of like confrontational relationship with your grandma, mm-hmm. but since grandma helps raise her, it's a little bit more like her mom and you definitely yeah. fight with your mom, so. <laughs> oh, goodness. And she's like, it was an emergency. I needed my coat. No one was around to help. There's that <laughs> guilt trip again. That's mm-hmm. like, it reminded me of that say, of what she told Poppy on her birthday. Remember this man, right. your father? <laughs> it's like, so she's, she's got the granny guilt trip down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but Poppy doesn't, doesn't take it. She's like, I'm not buying nope. that. I feel terrible that you hurt your wrist and I never want you to injure yourself. But did you try to make this appear more urgent to me than it really is? If I'd worry about your safety, move back to Moonbright and stay away from the city like you wanted me to. You were trying to get me to come back home and convince me to stay because you never wanted me to leave Moonbright in the first place. And she looks angry already at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Leaving, leaving Torah's pillow when in your stead. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that's not true at all. Fine. I'll admit. It was a kind of sort of ploy to get you back here. And that was really immature of me. And I'm sorry, but it's not as straightforward as you think. Uh, and uh, this comes in visiting hours are over ladies. You can come visit your granny tomorrow. She needs to take her meds and rest now. And Poppy, you know, we have grandma and Poppy like looking away from each other. Grandma has tears mm-hmm. in her eyes. So Poppy's like, okay, got to make up. She hugs her. Sorry for yelling. I'll forgive you. And I'll never stay mad at you, Papa Girl. You know that. Okay. I want to back up just a little bit and talk about these couple of panels where the first one where we see where Granny is visibly angry. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's like, it's not as straightforward as you think. Like, this is this isn't something you say when you're like he he tried to manipulate you into coming back because i love you so much kind of thing there's mm-hmm. something more underneath the surface which we find out a little bit later in the episode mm-hmm. um but if you didn't know that piece like her her response is not congruent with the level of what's happening here mm-hmm. like she's getting very flustered and like to the point where she's in tears mm-hmm. so something is up I, and and this panel where we see Granny just staring off, and Poppy's looking at her. I think you know the wheels are turning for Poppy as well. Like, mm. what's really going on here? Yeah, like this yeah, isn't typical behavior. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then there's a line she says at the end, which is what really makes makes mm-hmm. us think. Yeah, but, yeah. Poppy like doesn't want to fight with her, right? You know, they do love each yeah. other, even if Poppy's upset at her that she Mm -hmm. was being manipulative and trying to get her to move back you know and that's and that's very normal you know we fight with our family members and then we make up because we love them we all make mistakes i'm like we recognize each other's foibles and Mm -hmm. we still love each other so that's very human oh absolutely and i think they both have a temper Mm. and they both kind of like poked at each other this time around so i think that's strawberry juice were you trying to get to the camera no okay sorry my mistake i thought you were showing strawberry juice to the camera 
no, this is my jizz juice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, she's, that can also be she's getting camera. ready for the end scenes. <laughs> but this is what I've been drinking. <laughs> rose? It's not rose water. It's um, not actually rose water. This is what Miss <laughs> Saucy Tuggles smuggled to me. Really? <laughs> Across state lines. <laughs> um, this is a form of shochu. It's a Japanese um, rice wine. And yeah. it's quite strong and smooth. So mm, that's what so I'm smooth. <laughs> Uh, and it's this entire podcast. Um, so I had some wine earlier. I had some soju, and then I've had so chew. So that's, wow. I'm pretty on one right now. So <laughs> she's she's gonna be ready for those last panels. Let me tell you. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Oh, good grief! Yeah. Uh, yeah. But grandma's like, but yeah, I like- I'll forgive you. I'll never say mad at you. You know that. Mm-hmm. probably says i'll head home to get settled my battery's dead and <laughs> i have a few people i need to get in touch with don't worry gran i'll be in Moonbright till bell and danny get back and i'll make arrangements for either one of us to be around till your wrist recovers thank mm-hmm. you dear and take care have a good rest i'll be here first thing in the morning i captain tucks her in she leaves and grandma is left staring after her and then she has a worried expression and at this mm-hmm. point we see like the light behind her is like everything is setting and it's her darkened down. Oh, it's dark and she says is it time to let her know let her know what granny <laughs> okay people are you ready for some theories what are I our theories let her know <laughs> um i Good think um you know i'm gonna safely assume that poppy is part of mob life whether it come from her dad or her mom or both um and I think Granny knows, so I think it's time for her to reveal that secret to her granddaughter. Uh, I, I oh, do you want to go, Saucy, or do you want me to go? You okay? So I was thinking about this, and there's there's a lot of different things happening here. What we've seen these last couple of episodes is poppy's address isn't lining up mm-hmm. with where she actually lived right granny put her name in as two as a different name she went under her maiden name at the hospital and now we're finding that there's this secret that granny knows that's happening plus we've seen in previous episodes you know mom is gone we don't know why dad probably had some secrets of his own because you know he he was oh god what what episode was it i can't remember but the 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 one where they were up in the tree and they saw that van passing by like why would you be concerned about just a regular old van passing by in in the countryside so it makes me think that there's there's some things there and there was a clue this episode at least this is what it reads to me there's a clue in what Erdeen says about mafia life, that it's just part of the day-to-day in Nareen City, right? Mm. Um, and that they kind of have like adjacent relationships with people in the mob. So I'm wondering if 
maybe Poppy's family wasn't in the mob or part of their own clan or whatever, but maybe they had dealings with them mm-hmm. on the side. And if so, did something go south? And are they now having to be like in hiding because of it? Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of also wackadoodle because all of these names things with names keep coming up and switching names. And um, I had talked a little bit about this in my analysis, but you know, you've got missing names. We don't know Tora's last name, missing people, Poppy's mom, nicknames like Tora and Goliath, because I don't think Goliath is his real name either. We have people that have changed names. So you used to go by Ronzo. And then you have Quincy who uses a fake name. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, names are are kind of big in this comic. And I'm thinking like the thought dawned on me. I was talking to one of my friends and I was like, what if Wilkes is a fake name? Mm -hmm. Well, we always assumed that granny was dad's mom, in which case, yeah, but the fact that her married name is Fleur, Mm -hmm. maybe she's her mom's mom. And that's possible. Is her dad's name. Mm -hmm. And yeah and they'd be like that's why she knows more she knows why her daughter ran away who knows and people have also pointed out Maybe. that fleur, fleur means flower in french and mm-hmm. we know you know there's poppy there's there's the la rosa you know mm-hmm. uh, clan hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we will we will have to see i don't know um but i i do seem to remember that um you know these na- this theme about names keeps coming up so um i just i don't know i i really think you know i think you're onto something about uh the poppy's mom relation usually i stay away from those tinfoils because they're so far removed from reality that it doesn't make (laughs) any sense um but i think there might be something there because in that episode for the birthday you never hear anything mentioned about uh papa wilkes being her son yeah she never says says that like i filled that in with my own brain and thought that that was the case Mm -hmm. but that was me making assumptions Mm -hmm. so i don't know Mm -hmm. we'll have to see what happens (laughs) what do you think saucy um i mean i don't generally tinfoil i kind of like to look Mm -hmm. at things and kind of see how they connect but i don't like Mm -hmm. speculate too much because i i just like to see what happens mm-hmm. um it's interesting to me how grandma's statements about is it time to let her know and it's not as straightforward as you think seem to be connected both to wanting her out of Naren city yeah um almost as if he wants she wants to keep her uh unnoticed in the countryside but mm-hmm. i think it's interesting that grandma knows who her landlady is and is in touch with the landlady that kind of indicates that she's kind of keeping yeah. tabs on her in the city so I'm just kind of curious to see what that turns into. With you mentioned Gyu and Ronzo, I always thought mm-hmm. that Gyu, because he gets ticked off whenever Tora calls him Ronzo. Right. So I always thought that his name was Gyu and Ronzo was an annoying name that Tora was calling him. Because mm-hmm. have you ever looked up Ronzo in the Urban Dictionary? Uh uh-uh. oh. <laughs> oh my God, we should have done that. <laughs> It means to have hard anal sex until the partner's ass literally catches on fire. <laughs> that's Ronzo. So I don't know if that's what <laughs> Lily Dusk was looking at the Urban Dictionary, but 
I would be really annoyed if someone was calling me wrong. So, so who oh. knows? But it, that that is out there as a meaning of Ron. So, yeah, I, that's I why he doesn't it was, like it. I always thought it was associated with something like very traumatic, like maybe he yeah, adopted when the he's... name of someone. Yeah, or... that could be traumatic to catch yeah. on fire. <laughs> that yeah. Um, but like when in that episode, episode 15, where he's talking about like, don't call me that, damn it. Uh, like that mm. felt like a distressing request, if, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Um, so I, I think there, I think like, I, I'm more thinking that like what you were saying, Mindy, that it's probably something more traumatic, but we, we will find out, I'm sure. But there's all these little yeah. mysteries about names and people who have missing names, changed names, fake names. I'm, I'm just curious yeah. to see what will happen with all of that. It's definitely a theme. I really like that you pointed that out. Yeah. But yeah, Granny, she knows something. So how mm-hmm. sus she is, whether, you know, people are speculating maybe she wants Poppy to come back to town because she feels Naren mm-hmm. City's not safe for her. Yeah. Um, and whatever she knows is related to the fact that Naren's not safe for her. She wants to keep her around because she can keep an eye on her. But yeah, oh my God, everyone's withholding information from Poppy. Like, yes, please let her know. Mm. <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, next part we have it's 7.20 and the ladies at the desk are saying, busy day today. I wonder if that dashing young gentleman found his relative. Which dashing young gentleman? Oh, right. It wasn't too long ago when you were having your dinner break. Shame, right? She missed him. <laughs> and we have a flashback of Torah there, the dashing professor. I'm really sorry, sir, but there's no patient by the name of Kim Fleur in here. And then they're, they're like, oh, wait, Kim Fleur? That's Granny Pearl from Ward 140. He must have gotten her name wrong, too, like her granddaughter. I asked if he wanted to leave a contact number, but he declined. Should we let Granny Pearl know? Oh, boy, she just took her meds. She's asleep now. I'll check with her tomorrow. So now, so he tried to me was like, oh shit, they're going to out Torah (laughs) to granny. And then she's going to be like, who is this person who is looking for me? Do you know anything about them, Poppy? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And Poppy's like, no boys. I promise granny, no boys. (laughs) 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 Oh God. I just think that it's so damn cute that he went to the hospital lobby asking for Kim Fleur, you know, wanting to be a step ahead of Poppy mm-hmm. in this whole um, debacle. Mm-hmm. But I just think that's yeah. so cute that he even dressed up all professional-like, just so if he were, if he were to, you know, have to go into Granny's um mm-hmm whatever you know he he doesn't look like a gangster he looks professional at right amazing. Um, i think amazing and drop dead gorgeous is the word you were looking for <laughs> absolutely drop dead gorgeous <laughs> and okay keep going okay. no well no i want to touch on that darla no i like that you said that because i was i was thinking like as i was writing my analysis i was like how boss is this guy that as he's panicking about her safety he's like 
oh, I got to look the part. Like, I know it's partly disguised, but also if you think you're going to meet somebody's granny, you want to look good in oh. front of granny. So he's also dressing to impress. So I like that you pointed that out, Darla. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, so anyway, now we have, uh, we see 31 Moonbright Crescent and mm-hmm. We see someone thinking 31 Moonbright Crescent. That's the address Gayu found when he ran the background check on Poppy. And we see the, the house and it looks lovely. It's this big house, very well taken care of, nestled in this gorgeous, gorgeous mountains and the gorgeous mm-hmm. sunset. It's like the colors are gorgeous. And everything looks beautiful. And he says, Whew. he thinks, yeah, I went to Sorry. the medical facilities in Moonbright where her granny's on any of them. He had time, man. So I came straight to their house to see if they're home. And we see, you know, he's walking towards this home. Everything's beautiful, gorgeous area. And even if she actually lives in a place like this, it doesn't explain why this fucking family just walked out of the house like it belongs to them. And he's getting closer, mm-hmm. doing some snooping, unless, and he looks in their window and he sees pictures of the family on the wall. So sure don't look like Poppy lives there. <laughs> and he's like, nope. yes. And we have ver ver, and you know, suddenly it gets dark, <laughs> and boom, it's nighttime. Unless her system in this the address in the system was swapped. Ring, ring, ring. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <sighs> I hope that was Poppy calling, or him calling her. Mm-hmm. Like, for the love of God. <laughs> I hope that they at least see each other at some point in Moonbright because I feel like there's ships passing in the night right no, now. No, no, no. They're gonna. They're totally gonna. So guys, ah. who swapped the address? Was it Grady? Was it Gil? Was it... I don't know. What do you think? I think it was her dad. I think, it, I think this is probably... I think the address has been fake from the get-go. From when they moved to Moonbright. <gasps> i i think that they have my this is a little bit weird in a tinfoil but i think that the wilkes family one that is not their real name and two that they have been in hiding since poppy was a child Hmm. something something is something is up here something's not right and i mean granted i i guess it would be possible for somebody like in more modern times to be hiding that but my question is why would they choose now to be hiding that especially since she's living in narine city now Mm. Mm. so i don't i don't know there's a lot of questions to be answered yeah so your theory is that poppy's like a luke skywalker She's been hiding, okay, yeah. but she actually is coming from. She is some important person whose identity has been hidden, and we're going to find out that she's connected to something. Something. Yeah, okay. I, I don't. I don't think. I, I, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think her family was ever clan. I don't mm-hmm. think anyone really was ever clan in her family. That's yeah. just. I think, you're, I, I think you're like part of the one percent of the fandom who doesn't who thinks right. That. <laughs> I, I think they might have had clan dealings, but I don't know. I don't know that the family was clan. Oh no, man! Poppy's mom looks real bitchy. Like she, <laughs> she, it's possible to have resting clan. bitch face. Like I would. Maybe she just took no. one bad picture. <laughs> no, 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 no. She must be in the clan. 
one bad picture and you're doomed to be thought of in a clan for the rest of your life well they chose I mean, that picture she chose mm-hmm. that picture to be in her little heart thing you don't think she had a better picture of her maybe she didn't have a better picture of her maybe, maybe she didn't her- like pictures taken of her like maybe, maybe that's her all the time face. <laughs> that, exactly. Exactly. Maybe that's just who she is. I don't know. <sighs> okay. I, I, I just want to say something. Go for it. What really grinds my gears is when <laughs> yes. with all these damn people preferring Tora with rectangle glasses. What? <laughs> Wait, over I knew you were gonna go off so on this. Greater than, like everyone saying, like, oh, he's a, he looks like a serial killer. He looks like a pedophile. Whatever, man, fuck y'all. Because do do y'all not know that he is a a killer? Like, you know, don't act like you don't want him to like not tie you up and like have his way with you and whatever. So, you know, brown glasses are officially greater than and will always live within my mind. I I have been waiting for this all episode, all this whole (laughs) podcast is for you to acknowledge once and for all the sexiness of glasses. Nice. (laughs) And I I will admit, Peg, okay. Yours and Patty's glasses are rectangle, but they they can look sexy on y'all. But um, <laughs> Tori Tori needs round glasses. Okay, so what like Harry Potter? Uh-uh. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no. Well, that can be that can be done. There's Photoshop. We can try it out. We can do a poll. And, I'm gonna uh, draw my damn self. Yes, <laughs> Dude, I don't on your Instagram. Room. And I'm going to draw my damn self because, you know. Well, I tell you what, I think Tora is loaded enough that he could have both pairs. (laughs) And I would (laughs) gladly take the round glasses as like sunglasses. Y'all can see my sunglasses now. Let me go grab them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Exhibit A. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's Tora. He's going to look sexy no matter what. I, mean, so I have two versions this this version i just never used i mean they're not quite exactly round but like you know uh, they ain't rectangle that's for damn sure so like look <laughs> this is oh they're cute they're yeah they look so good <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going off of. And, you know, these rectangle glasses, of course, like everything's going to look amazing on him. But, like, what's going to fit his face shape is the round glasses because the aviator type shape is what's going to fit his face the best. I, okay. I, All right, I know what your vote was. That, then. <laughs> I want to see it. Draw it up. Well, I will draw. You know what? I might. I might have a drawing <laughs> already. Well, there you go. <laughs> just, just you watch. Hold up. She, she's about to show the world. <laughs> uh, the well, that won't be the four of us. <laughs> yeah. 
sorry y'all you'll have to join lily's patreon to see this part (laughs) i i don't know if i can show this patty well it's just us four nobody else is gonna see it okay i haven't shown you guys mindy and and peg okay i drew this i drew this because i was just like fuck this shit round (laughs) team round 100 (laughs) percent okay Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Mm. Okay, I can Ooh. see your point, but mm. I'm sticking mm. with the rectangles. Oh, fuck you, Peg. <laughs> <laughs> it's a matter of personal preference. And of course, me being me, I will meet you halfway, Darla. I, I can do the aviators if they're sunglasses. Mm. I can do that. I can okay. totally do that. I will see you there. But regular glasses, I got to go with rectangles. So... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let him have both. He can. I don't know, but Darla, what you drew was not pure aviator, so I could see the difference. And I do like that it it does. You see more of his eyes, first of all, and yeah, I I could see that. Yeah, I'm not gonna choose because I don't really care because I think, like I said, I'm just he's gorgeous mm-hmm. either way. So <laughs> yeah, you know, like whatever. It doesn't even matter. I'm just I'm, I'm just a sore no. loser, and I will admit that 100. percent you're allowed to love glad your glasses convert that's the big thing <laughs> oh this is true yes. this is wait, true wait were you Peg, i've never admitted to you you know i um i've had glasses in my past not me i've oh, had, had um different people with glasses <laughs> in my past okay and of course you have <laughs> i'm stranded <laughs> oh nice. my gosh <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's funny. All this is making me think I should make Yoel put on glasses for a sec. See what it looks like. Yeah. I want to get back in, you know, five weeks from now. <laughs> and see, Maybe wear y'all... your glasses. I, I, don't, I only wear them if my eyes are infected because I love lenses for like a list of, I literally have 12 reasons why lenses are better, <laughs> at least for me, and um, why they improve my quality of life. But I only wear them when my eyes are infected and they happen to give me a headache. So when I wear glasses, I'm usually oh. not a very happy lady. <laughs> <laughs> well see y'all thought we couldn't turn episode 69 into something thirsty as hell (laughs) (laughs) and we sure as fuck did so Mm -hmm. there you go (laughs) yes oh oh, another reason it's very never mind it's probably hard to do a 69 when you're wearing glasses (laughs) sorry (laughs) oh mindy it's so not (laughs) okay well i actually okay i'm a little pedantic I only have sex at night and I, my lenses are always out. So I actually just don't see anything, <laughs> but it's up close. Did you so just you, know, say you have only to... have sex at night. Yes. I hate morning sex. I have it very rarely because Yoel is more enthusiastic in the morning, but I hate it. So <laughs> like, I won't say I hate it, Nooners, but like, Mindy. I don't like it. <laughs> you got to try preferred. a nooner and then an afternooner. Yep. <laughs> Literally haven't done that since we were newlyweds. I don't think. <laughs> but yeah no I like everything to be done like I have to shower I have to have all my my, well now I'm not school anymore homework done the house has to be clean the bed is made like everything has to be done and ready only then can Princess Mindy have sex (laughs) (laughs) you know what it's okay it's okay you like what you like and that's all right because I'm not a morning sex person either I'm just not about that life because I am a crab ass in the morning. I'm like, leave me the fuck alone. I just woke up. No. 
what else would we like to share (laughs) oh god i guess it depends if you know an sg was shared in the morning or at night i would fair enough in the morning (laughs) that's how that's how much i don't want it in the morning like it's a waste of an sg (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh saucy is like just not understanding saucy this is why you write smart and we and i well patty does and i don't because i don't think we view this thing in the same way quite (laughs) oh my gosh good times good times yeah well we we technically did finish up do we have anything more to say about the episode (laughs) i'm just hoping to see more granny and i know granny is gonna be um someone that i'm gonna love i Mm -hmm. i I love Mm -hmm. old people um but I'm looking forward to knowing what secret she has and what is she mm-hmm. going to tell her granddaughter because I need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be a heart to heart for sure. And for those people who are like on the granny is shady train, like y'all <laughs> just just chill, please. It's granny. She's been there. Poppy's whole life has always looked after her. Like, I don't think she would be hiding something from her for bad reasons. Mm. Like, I think this is just to protect Poppy. So let's cool our jets with thinking every female character is shady because they do one little thing that seems nefarious. Like, (laughs) That's my takeaway, please. And thank you. Ditto 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think this was a great episode for plot and it gave us a yes. lot to speculate about and wonder about. Oh, it also is going on. Yeah. Like the complexity and, that's just spiraling. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. And deeper into the action. He's going to see her in her hometown, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's going to be so cute. Mm-hmm. And he's going to die. Yeah, yep. we're hoping for like a date, like a stroll along their like quaint little streets or like overlooking whatever river Moonbright has. They have to have some romantic moments. Yes. Well, <laughs> I think I just just watch them be like horrible plan stuff going on the next couple episodes. Oh my god. There's like <laughs> kidnappings and you know, let that happen later. Glory. Oh that that is gonna happen. Boom, oh boom, 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 boom. Yes. I I <laughs> that happens mm-hmm. oh Torah my gosh jewelry confrontation well Ju- and jewelry with professor torah <laughs> oh yeah mm. show him up with words and his beautiful beautiful self Sweet. what is like, yeah what if torah suddenly develops like intense verbal proficiency and poppy's like where the heck did that come from oh he's mm. always had it i know yeah, he has. he's good the heck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he just doesn't show it He's very calculated in how he words himself. Oh my gosh, I wonder I if he's changing his accent. Because you know, Poppy made fun of him for his, his accent and uh-huh. how he says yeah and stuff. I wonder if when he talks to the nurses or when he's going to talk to other people, if he's putting on like this thick or fine-ish accent. That you, sir, are the biggest douchebag <laughs> I have ever encountered in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. His glasses. <laughs> With the glasses, like, 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like over the, the, the over the glam <laughs> glare. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. I could see that. And let's not forget it is evening time, and that's when Poppy and Tora tend to have these impromptu dates. So mm-hmm. no, he needs a place to sleep. I'm just saying. Mm. I don't know if Moonbright has got a hotel. It, it's a pretty small town. Horse <laughs> proximity, baby. <laughs> I mean, fun. Granny ain't home like Patty. Poppy <laughs> can go to her Granny's place. And she is, someone is calling Tora, or Tora is calling someone. Oh my gosh. I want to see that. That would be awesome. <laughs> Let's beam it into the universe. Speak it into existence. <laughs> well, ladies, All I right. think this was this was a fantastic episode. So much fun as usual. Always, <laughs> always. So much. Mwah. Bye bye. 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 Awesome. Bye. Thanks so much. Night. Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Lipris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, One and Only Taco, Elizabeth Maria Molly, Veronica Emily Emily, Joe Rochelle Dahlia Saucy Tuggles, Meg and Rose Priya, Alex Misty Laura, Joanne, Patty Jen, Emilda, and Shannon. Your support is really, really appreciated.